What's up, guys? Welcome back to Take a Sip, the podcast where we spill all the tea. Now, today's episode I'm especially excited about because I got to sit down with one of my former classmates and we got to talking all about mental health. And I think that is such an important conversation that everybody needs to be talking about because it is time we finally destigmatize mental health and everything surrounding it. You know what I mean? So I was so excited when she said that she would love to be on the podcast. And I got a chance to sit down and we talked just all about her struggles and, you know, struggling as a black woman with mental health issues and, you know, everything involved with that. So get ready, guys, because this conversation was such a great one and I cannot wait for you guys to hear. So let's get into the interview that I had with Shamira. Take a sip. Hello, Shamira. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to sit down and have this conversation with you. And I know it's just going to be a really good conversation. So to kind of start things off, um, I know you, you know, you, you've told your story before about your whole mental health journey. And I kind of just want to just give you the opportunity to take the floor and share just a little bit about like your struggles, especially going to a public high school, especially being a black woman in this public high school and everything like that. And I want to know if like any of those factors as well kind of affected your journey of your mental health. Um, I am really open about mental health. I think it is um, necessary to talk about. Uh, the more we talk about it, the better we can get a good handle on it and solve the issue. For me, I've always kind of struggled um, as a black woman with feeling less than. I've always felt I had to compare myself. I had to assimilate to my environment. And going to a public high school with predominantly white kids, it was difficult. You, I could never fit in. Uh, my body was different. My hair is different. The food I ate was different. Uh, how how my, my home ran was different. You know, I came, come from a single family home, so I always felt like, oh my God, I need to have two parents to feel like I fit in with these people. Uh, and I always just struggled with never feeling like I was enough. Eventually, that's that whole mindset started really young, like third, fourth grade. Um, as I got older, you know, life, life happens and um, things get harder. You know, there's a lot more to do in your days. Um, family struggles start to be more prominent. Money became an issue. And I just always was in the back burner of everything. Uh, I already felt like I wasn't enough. Then even more, I felt like no one saw me, no one heard me. And I just felt really isolated from the people in the world. So I just felt like I was living by myself and no one saw me. Um, so probably around eighth grade, I wanna say, I just really began this whole depressive wave and it just came up and down and I would you know, kind of handle it that was the first time, eighth grade was the first time I really realized I was just not in a good spot. I hated my life. I didn't feel it was necessary to live. And uh, when I finally revealed this to a counselor uh, at school, of course, you know, they have protocols. They have to call your parents and you have to go through a whole assessment. Uh, my family didn't take that well. Not at all. It was like, what is going on? Like, you know, you, you have a good life. You have a roof over your head. You have a phone. You have a computer, you have a TV in your room, you know, and at the time my mom had just redid my room. She's like, I just redid your room. Like, what are you upset about? And I was like, 
And so then what do you want to say? You're just like, oh, okay, cool. My life is great. And after that, I just put on this front, this full facade that I was happy. Life was great. Nothing to be sad about, even though I would cry myself to sleep every night. I just had to be happy around everyone else. So yet the rest of the year, freshman year, I still felt so just disconnected from everyone. You know, high school is supposed to be like this fun time for you. You're supposed to find yourself, find your group of friends. And I already felt like I knew who I was inside, but I didn't know how to express that with being in an environment where I didn't feel included. Uh, so I, I joined the volleyball team. This is one of the highlights of my high school time. Um, and I still just never felt like I fit in. So I continued to develop you know, um, anxiety, depression, and all of these just really horrible thoughts as a teenager. Looking back, I just feel it's so sad how I've always felt so uh, worthless in this world. Uh, so freshman year was the first time I attempted suicide and it was very scary, but I think the more impactful thing about it was it was disappointing for me. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, dang, darn, like I'm, I'm still here. I have to do this again, you know? Um, and the situation with school was really hard. It was really hard to be gone for a certain amount of time and come back and then you're just struggling. And I was the top student, you know, I, I love school. I think school is amazing. Other people differ in opinion. I think, <laughs> I think I'm I one of those people. people. <laughs> I think I'm one of those people who differs in opinion. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, but it was really hard to catch up. And I had this high expectation that I had to get all A's. I had to be, you know, a top student. Um, I had to be in all these clubs and activities because that is where I held a lot of my work. My worth was in my work ethic, my grades, how my academics were, and how I was perceived as a student. That's what I put my entire self-worth in. And when I, you know, um, left school for so long, and, you know, it's, it's hard to get back. Missing the two days of school at a high public, public school who has great, you know, oh, yeah. numbers. <laughs> That's it's like, ridiculous. it's, it's, yeah, I completely agree. Cause I remember you were in my math class, you were in my mm -hmm. math class and you know, I, I did notice you, you did miss a lot of days, but like, I always almost felt like somehow whenever you came back, you were just like at the same level as the rest of us. Like I would be struggling on like my triangles or whatever. You come back, you get like a hundred percent on the test. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on? Like, am I missing something? So yeah, I, I completely understand. But yeah, go ahead, continue. Oh my gosh, geometry. <laughs> oh boy, I don't miss it. I do not miss it. You, you and the other girls in the class made that class so funny. That was probably one of my favorite classes sophomore year. Cause you guys just, I, just, I didn't say anything the entire class, you know, obviously I was sad, but I was always laughing in my head. I was like, wow, they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I mean, I know I had very few interactions with you in that class. I think maybe we, we probably said like a total of like five sentences to each other, if that, but like, I mean, I just remember like you were, I mean, you were still part of that class. And I think a lot of people also were a little bit confused as to why you were gone for long periods of time. 
Um, but I know that you, you did post some stuff on your social media, kind of talking about how like you were, you know, going through, you were going through it, just that you're just going through it. And, you know, when I finally put the pieces together, it's like, I didn't even know what to do. I didn't know what to say. Like, I mean, mental health, I think for a lot of people too, is just still so new, you know, like this is something that's not like a quote unquote comfortable subject to discuss. And like, for me at that time, I didn't know what the heck I could say to you. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think that like, like, like people should say to other people going through it? Like, is there, what, was there something that you would have wanted to hear during that time? Or was it just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if I, so that was a big leap of faith for me because I, I didn't honestly, I wasn't expecting to post anything about it, but I just needed to feel like heard in a way. And I feel like I didn't expect anyone to say anything. I just wanted people to be aware that things happen in people's lives. And cause I used to get a lot of backlash from people that, you know, I lost a lot of my friends because I didn't text them. I didn't talk, call them I isolated. Um, and they never gave them a reason. And so I felt like I had to give them a reason. And for me, I think we, the conversation needs to start somewhere. Uh, I think it's just the support. And it's the honest support. Like, I don't want you to just say, oh, I hope you feel better. Like make an effort, you know, and with, if someone's sick in the hospital, uh, you know, you'd make an effort to bring them soup or, you know, flowers or something. I think the same should go for mental health that people often is just like, oh yeah, I hope you're good. Pat on the back and then just let you go into the wilderness. Like you still need that support and love. And that's really ultimately what's going to get you through it mm -hmm. ultimately for me that's what I learned the hard way <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I think I 100% agree and like I mean just like in general just like having this conversation that's why I'm so glad we are because you know I mean especially to not to generalize the whole group but to a lot of older generations um you could even maybe say our parents generations mental health isn't exactly something that they were ever exposed to at all and it's something that kind of like with me like they're learning about it every single day and um i know you said earlier that your parents really didn't take it well um when they you know heard the news about what you were going through and they were like why are you sad like your life is great like you have every reason to be happy you have a good life like why are you sad like do you think that like, cause I, you know, sometimes in just being black in general in that entire culture, mental health is just not really taken that seriously. And do you think that like, first of all, you being a black woman, do you think that that might've been a reason some people overlooked it? And do you think that maybe that could be a reason why your parents reacted the way that they did? I think so. I think even now, I still think people overlook it, even though they know my entire track record. They're like, oh my gosh, you're so strong. Oh my gosh, yeah, you got it. Uh, no, I don't got it. No, I can't be strong all the time. And I think for my mom, especially for her, she's had to struggle, you know, well, she's being a black, she's a black person in America. Um, so for her, it was really hard for her to understand why I was sad and understand the fact that I wasn't necessarily sad for a reason. I was sad for no reason at all, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the times. And 
for her, she's like, okay, well then like, just stop being sad. It was, and it also came with the fact that in our, you know, religion, she was like, oh, just pray about it. And I was like, I, I physically am not right. I'm ill. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to understand that myself. And it was hard to relay that message to people who didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, and I know you said that like school was like, just almost like, you know, you would be gone and then you would come back, but you feel like you, you had to excel in all your classes. But I know you definitely did take a step back from school. And I want to know, like, did that significantly help your mental health? How did that, you know, improve or affect it or anything of that sort with your entire journey? Because taking school out the picture, I mean, that's a pretty big step. You know what I mean? Especially public school at that matter. Mm -hmm. I will say that was one of the hardest decisions I have had to make in my life thus far. And I'm so grateful that I had to make that decision because now every decision I make now, I'm like, okay, yes. And I know how to tackle that. But I think it helped a lot for me. My, uh, a lot of my issue with school was obviously I didn't feel welcome there. I felt this weight on my shoulder the moment I walked through the doors. I remember vividly when I would get off the bus from the back end of, um, of our school, I'd walk through the doors and I would just, my eyes would well up. I would get teary and I'm like every day. And I was like, I cannot go to this school anymore. Something is just not clicking for me. The environment just wasn't for me. And um, so I started when I left, um, I took a break from school for about a month. Last February I left. And then so about a month, a month and a half, I was off of school and I just worked to get myself back to a stable environment because I never had that stable environment. It was always go, 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 go until I couldn't go anymore. You know, so I started reading, I started exercising. I slept, I slept more often. (laughs) It was really hard to sleep when at the time I had two jobs. So two jobs, high school, mental health, I I couldn't do it. Um, So I just kind of got my life back on track and that flexibility gave me that. Uh, But it, it also made me feel like, what do I do? Because school was such a big part of my life for so long. It was like, well, you know, what am I supposed to do every day? Uh, But I started learning things that I liked to do, things I didn't like, what made me feel good, what made me feel bad. Uh, And I just really focused on my treatment plan. Uh, That was my whole purpose of leaving is so I could truly focus on what I needed to focus on without having to kind of decipher what I needed to do and stop chopping it up because I need to put my entire energy into getting myself back to who I am uh, so that I could do that faster without so many ups and downs. So, yeah. Like COVID and everything, we all know that happened March, 2020, everything shut down, Um, you know, and I've just heard from a lot of people that during that point where like everything was completely shut down for like weeks and weeks and weeks, like you couldn't even go to like TJ Maxx or something and go shopping. Like you would that wasn't even open. They said that their mental health like plummeted. Like they said that they were struggling so much because, you know, as much as I'd say, you know, I say I don't like school, school is where I got like 90% of the interaction that kind of for me kept me going. Like 
it's I felt like I needed that interaction. So when March rolls around and everything was shut down and I literally could not leave my house at all. I couldn't even like sometimes I couldn't even go on a walk because it was I was just too scared, you know what I mean? Like for your sake, do you think that that you know, you know, took a like a put a dent on your mental health cuz a lot of people said that they would never want to go back to that time in their life where they were stuck in their house for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's going to be crazy, but honestly, I think that time is I don't know, the shutdown for me was good because I was able to stop. My world has never stopped. It has always been like this turmoil. So for me, it was nice for everything to stop and I could finally- Like take a breath? Yeah, it was my, I feel like the first time ever in my life I was able to be like, to breathe. I've never been able to just be like, oh, you know, and just think like, wow, like, I don't know. For me, it was, it was good. However, I will say I just kind of, I did do my, you know, I went down before I could come back up. Of course. I think probably about March, I started like eating like crazy, super anxious, just all over the place until I was like, okay, look, we just need to stop, take a breath. And I had that time. So I used that time and capitalized on it so that I could, you know, get to my life where I wanted it to be. So you you really feel like that the lockdown helped you in a way. Like it gave you the opportunity to kind of sit back and be like, okay, like I can really just breathe for the first time because I know you said you were go, go, go all the time. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's really interesting. Um, do you, you know, I know you said earlier how a big, like a huge reason I saw you took a step back from school is so you could work on your treatment plan and you know recover um do you think you would consider yourself recovered do you think you're still in recovery and do you also think that it's going to be kind of a lifetime battle with your mental health that you will possibly always be in recovery because i know sometimes with physical like illnesses for an example like an eating disorder people say that they're in recovery for the rest of their life. It's not really, I'm recovered. It's I'm like still in recovery. And do you think that applies to you and your mental health? I think so. Um, I would like to say I'm recovered from, I, I look at it as layers. So there's the deepest, deep, dark, you know, I think from my pit bottom, I'm recovered from that. However, I think for the rest of my life, I will be in recovery. And it is, it takes work to get yourself in a good mental state. Um, and I think that, so I will, for example, this past week, not my hottest week. Um, school is stressful for me. I'm back in school, I'm in college. It's stressful to, again, I do this go, go, go lifestyle and I lack balance and when I had that balance, my mental health is great in a great spot. Um, but when I lack that balance, I'm in a really vulnerable place. And it's scary. It is scary because, you know, I was just thinking the other day um, about my previous attempts. And I'm like, oh, my God, I never want to go back to that spot again. But when I don't take care of myself and, you know, just like you have to medicate for, um, I don't know, uh, 
say you have some sort of heart condition, you have to medicate for that. You still have to quote unquote medicate for mental health. And that might be going on a walk at a certain time every day. Um, I don't know. Like you have to find your groove. Right. What medication quote unquote you use. And sometimes I forget to take my medication because, you know, it's not something I'm used to yet. Not to mention you're just human. <laughs> of course, you're going to have those moments, obviously. But I just wanted to say firsthand that it is so great to see you doing good. And I'm really happy and I'm so proud of everything that you've been able to accomplish. I, I just like know that your journey just has not been easy. And just like sitting here talking to you about it, I just cannot imagine the amount of strength that it must have taken every single step of the way. So I just want you to know that <laughs> I'm like, like it's just insane to me how you've been through so much and yet you still remain so positive. Um, and obviously I know that that can't always be easy because you know we're all going to have our moments, but I feel like, you know, those times where you were struggling the most, even at school, like the, the interactions I had with you were like never bad. Like, I mean, from an outsider looking in, you were saying how you always put up this front and you know, I bought right into it before I really knew what was going on. Like you just seemed like a normal kid in high school who was just, you know, hanging out in the halls. We would say hi to each other, whatever. And it was just, that was it. So, you know, I just can't imagine everything that you've been through and I'm sure you're glad to be out of high school <laughs> I don't know why we do that I don't know why that's a thing <laughs> needs to stop like it's so unnecessary the amount of work that that school makes you do is a little absurd it's absurd I 100% agree and I I'm also so I can't wait to, for you to graduate <laughs> I can, girl I'm, I'm counting down the days I am counting down the days I'm so excited I just like I I mean it's just it's I feel like that could be the root of a lot of people's mental health problems that go to that school I mean and mm -hmm. just the competitive nature that's there always feeling like you have to be the best and if you are not the best then you're just like nothing then and I, I hate it so much. I I mean, yes, obviously I'm grateful for the education that I was able to receive because I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it, it wasn't a great school. But obviously I'm allowed to say that the competitiveness and the environment, I completely agree with you on that. It's just not, it's not suitable, I feel like. So I don't know how, like I've tried to figure out how to change it because I do not want my little sister to go to that school and has to go through the same thing I did. But I literally can't think of it because it's so, so many different cultures are at that school. However, I think it starts with the staff and I think the staff don't have like a community, like talking to certain teachers, they don't even like each other. They don't even like the person in uh, administration and I'm like you guys aren't even on the same accord how are your students gonna be on the same accord like that makes no sense to me so I don't know that school needs they have a lot of work to do <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree on that and I hope 
the work gets done soon because oh boy i mean thankfully though i will say that i've been online this year and it's definitely made it a lot easier for myself to just get through the days i'm not gonna say that it's you know the most fun thing in the world but it, hey it's easier than being physically there in person I and mean, that's why i chose to stay home and do remote full-time i just feel like it's just gonna be easier for me and also it's my last semester i'm cool with being online i'm almost out of there got three more months just want it to be an easy smooth ride out before i go to college so but yeah um, I just want to say thank you so much for sitting down and having this conversation with me. It was a really good one. And I really want to say thank you so much for sharing your story out on the floor. And I know that it's not always the easiest thing to talk about, but you know, you just, your story is just so amazing. And I just want to get it out there to as many people as possible because you know, who knows someone listening, this, your story could literally help them. And I know you've helped so many people. So I just want to say Thank you, Shamira, for being on the podcast. And I hope everybody listening enjoyed today's episode with Miss Shamira. Um, and we will see you on the next episode of Take a Sip. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>